to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano. All right, Andy is with me now. Um, this is our second time rec- recording this because <laughs> of issues. So let's just start with Di Francesco because I have to say, so after the match, he said a bunch of stupid things. And one of them was, you suffer a bit with young players on the pitch, but the worst ones on the pitch today were the ones we always mentioned, the Senatori, uh, Fazio, Dzeko, Eshrawi, even Cristante, Marcano, terrible. What do you make of some of the things he said after? I'm beyond puzzled. Well, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very upset. I was upset at the game, but I think I was more upset when... Uh, when I first saw some comments on Facebook and the players that the, the people, the fans were blaming, and then I saw the comments from Di Francesco uh, blaming mostly the young players, saying that you never know what you're going to get out of young players. And I, I figure he, mean, he meant uh, Luca Pellegrini, for example, or Clivert, or even Chorich. But the the thing I have an issue with is that he keeps putting the blame in the wrong places. First of all, he doesn't put any of the blame on himself. Never. It never happened that he said, you know what, I'm to blame for today's result. And second of all, he doesn't put the blame on the players that deserve the blame. Because if you think about it, in today's first half, we could have easily won 2-0 in the first opening 20 minutes if El Shirawi... had you know was was mentally capable of 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 being of staying focused um and and then with Jeko in the second half when he missed those sitters and it just it, you start to wonder you know do the what what is going on in di francesco's mind why is he not sending a message to the players that need to be warned because he's not motivating anybody he's actually uh, making it worse for uh, the young players or for players that are less experienced in a club like Roma. Um, I, I want him from time to time to come up and say, you know what, I did a terrible job. I want Jeko to perform better. Today he was absolute shit. I want Al Sharawi to get better because today he was absolute shit. And instead, we constantly get the same things. Ah, the attitude wasn't right. We didn't show enough character. The first half was good, but then we dropped off. I'm very upset. Oh Yeah, and again, I, I said this when we first tried to record. I feel like he's a dead man walking because I, I don't know what you do now. Um, you have an important match against Siska, but uh, they've lost so many points to a, these teams at the bottom of the table, Atalanta, Kievo, Bologna. Uh, and today, and I mean, what would you do? Because I, I frankly don't know. I, I mean, I guess I would sack him, but I, I don't know who the replacements could be. I would sack him too, but uh, exactly. You don't know who the replacement is. You have a, a lot of tough matches ahead of you. Uh, it would certainly shake shake things up, but you don't know if in the positive way or in the negative way. Um, tomorrow will probably be... Um, in mid-table, uh, we, with our only hope is that Inter somehow uh, get a bad result against Milan in the derby. 
Uh, Lazio is not gonna have uh, any major problems. I'm just, <laughs> I I think just that we've dug our grave way too deep now to get out of it, and um, Roma are in a situation where they cannot afford to do anything right now. Uh, any anything that um, any change major change will pr- most likely backfire, especially in this. Uh, rough period, and I, I it just feels so much like Garcia's uh last months where Roma were just waiting for uh for the, the worst to, to pass, and then they just sacked him. Uh, I, I, what was it in, in December or even January? January, yeah. yeah, exactly. So it just feels like they're they're gonna carry on with him, especially considering that Monchi likes him. And I'm, i yeah, I don't know. It's it's pretty depressing. <laughs> yeah, and the thing that bothers me most is just, as you mentioned, he never blames himself. Um, I mean, obviously the players are shit. Nobody's letting them off the hook. Jekyll, terrible today. Um, that one we're we're shitting on El Shadawi a bit, um, but he gave him a beautiful pass on a one-on-one early on. Jekyll should have buried it. Obviously, he should have buried it and made it one-one, and then ultimately a minute later they score. Um, I mean, nobody's letting them off the hook, but but you know, part of me is like, you know, after halftime, like, what is this guy saying to them at the break? I mean, they came out and they looked sluggish they looked uninterested unmotivated i just don't know his decisions seem to have no reasoning behind them he just seems to do things at very random times for me for el shadawi to last that entire match i i I, i'm lost for words i thought he would come off at halftime he let him continue he was terrible um introducing chodich as you mentioned was i don't even know what to call that stupid it reminded me. It reminded me of when he introduced Antonucci in the Samp game last year, and, and he got uh, lucky because Antonucci he assisted, assisted. Jacko against Santoria. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Today it felt exactly like that. Just like a desperate change uh, that didn't send any sort of message to a team that looked terrible. Yeah, I, oh, I, I don't even know what. Like I'm out of answers. There's just so many questions now. Um, they're on 14 points. Um, you mentioned the other teams that that are ahead of them in the table. You know, I, I just can they really carry on like this because they've already faced the worst teams in the table. They've dropped points. Um, and granted, I haven't even mentioned his home form. Um, his home form is some of the worst I've ever seen. Terrible. And uh, and uh, the worst start to the season since uh, 2012. Yeah, and, and you know what? This season reminds me so much of that. They cannot score. They concede cheap, cheap goals. Um, I mean, for, for anyone new or doesn't remember, that was the season with uh, Luis Enrique. And <laughs> obviously they play a much different brand of football, but it almost seems like the exact same storylines. I mean, they could not score with Enrique to save their lives. They could never score. But now, you know, last season at least, they would have poor results, but they would be 0-0, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 
1-1. I mean, they're giving up three goals to Atalanta. They're conceding all these goals to Kievo. They're conceding two goals to Bologna. They don't even have the defensive solidity that they've had last year. I mean, that's gone. It's It's gone, and... Again, I, I, I seriously, after all these games, I laugh at the people that were so quick to blame Olsen because he he prevented it from being four zero by the ob, way. Oh yes, and obviously he's no Allison, and it's it's just so pathetic for me to see all these fans uh, just blaming the the guy that is most likely the least responsible for this situation. Uh, he's the one who always has to uh, get the ball from the back of the net because this team is in shambles. Whenever, I mean, look at the the the, the second goal. Um, it just in within one minute of us possibly tying the game and then Jacob missing that sitter. Within one minute, we let them score, and it's not like we're letting Juve score uh, or on a counter attack. No, we're letting Spal score, um, and it's just—it's—it—it it, it doesn't seem like anyone, any player that has some sort of relevance to this team. Even Florenzi today, who's had a, a pretty good opening season, today he looked spineless on that right side. Oh, terrible. Um, not to mention, he, he still cannot cross the ball. No, it's—it's it's, it's so so difficult to watch him cross. Yeah, and it today again. I was I, in the opening. Uh, what it was thirty minutes? I I was very upset that they kept going on the left side with El Shrawi. So I, I, you know, I tweeted out that you know let's try and go on the right side. But on the right side, we're, we we weren't getting any answers. And uh, Under his second year, he also needs to be held accountable. Um, you expect he was not good today at all. Not good, not good, invisible. So I, I expect so much more from these players, and I hate to see a coach that is not—he's not doing anything right in terms of keeping this this team focused and um, getting the tactics right. I mean, what 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 was he thinking? Taking out Cristante, you're taking out a midfielder. And you're putting on another forward, and it's you know it, it every time Roma go behind or find themselves in a tough situation, we struggle, and it doesn't matter against who we struggle, and well, that's probably why we were so surprised when they uh, when they scored that second goal in the derby after going one one because it just wasn't so it was just it just was so unlike Roma. And today, it was back to the same old. And um, it's the worst kind of result in terms of Serie A and especially the upcoming uh, Champions League game because you need these wins, especially against these smaller teams where you you know, you know give the chance to Luca Pellegrini, you give the chance to Cristante. And instead, no, instead, they're probably going to end up on the bench. Dzeko is probably going to start. El Sharawi will most likely start. It's just so predictable. Everything about this team is predictable. Yeah, and we haven't even mentioned how this team, well, you just brought it up very briefly, but when they go down a goal, they look defeated, absolutely defeated. And I'm sorry, that that starts with the manager. The manager has to instill some sort of belief, some sort of attitude. 
But when they go down a goal, I have no faith in them at all that they can recover. None. Wait a minute, John. We also forgot to mention that we were playing 11 against 10 in the <laughs> final 15 minutes. I mean, this is against Spal, yeah. against an inferior team with 10 men. I, and we couldn't even get a one goal. Yeah, is... he mentioned that too, and his and he said he said something so stupid. He said something like, "We have to do better when we have a numerical advantage like that." And it's like, no shit, you do. <laughs> like, duh. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Of course you do. You had a goalkeeper sent off, and oh my god, watching them, they just hoof the ball forward. They just kick it forward, and they do nothing concrete or with purpose at all. And he mentioned that too. And it drives me nuts because he always talks about playing vertically. We got to play more verticality. And they hoof the ball forward today and nothing comes of it. I I, I just, I, I don't know what their approach is. I don't know how they're supposed to play because I hear something different from him every single time. Well, I, for me, the, the main answer to... One of the many problems this team has is establishing the golden rule of never, ever putting El Sharawi on the same starting lineup with Dzeko. Don't, I, that partnership is off. Uh, we, I've had enough. I, don't, um, I, I, I just can't imagine if Francesco going, moving forward with that partnership, uh, Wenger-Striker, after all these games, after, after Kievo, after uh, the derby, after today, it, it, it's mind-boggling that the two of them cannot complement each other. Um, the, they don't communicate. They, they fail to, to do, make the right movements. Their pres- Jekyll's presence is clearly detrimental to, to El Sharawi's game. Um, I, was, I was tweeting with one of our listeners today on, on, uh, on Twitter and... Uh, uh, we are saying that El Sharawi looked looks so much worse with Jekyll on because he it just seems like whenever for remember that game against uh, Frosinone when Sheik was on and he opened the space for El Sharawi and El Sharawi cannot get anything uh, any sort of spacing when Jekyll is on because he clogs up that 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 uh, central lane. And it's frustrating to watch a player that certainly has some skills and is capable of doing really well. Um, and instead of helping out Jekko, they both completely uh, worsen each other's game. Uh, and it's, it's, it's not working. So it's time for Di Francesco to change that. Yeah, and shame on me maybe, but I, I was dismantling Pedotti all week. I was saying he has to go. Um, Same. I, I have to say it's a match like this where maybe he makes a difference because, because what he lacks in, in pure ability, he at least is an intelligent player. Um, True. Technically, he's head and shoulders above El Shadawi. I don't think anybody would argue that ever. Um, and at least he crossed into Dzeko now. When it comes to the product, El Shadawi is much better. However, Pedalti is a nothing player when it comes to finishing. But I, I, I don't know how you can continue with these two. I mean, I, I thought we found a solution in the 4-2-3-1. But now, I, I mean, what do you do? Just start Clivert from now on? I, I don't know what the answer is. 
I think the answer is start Cliver. Start Cliver and see what happens because this cannot go on because it's it's not like Jekko is performing and El Sharawi is not because of Jekko. No, it's Jekko is not performing because of El Sharawi and the other way around. It's and so we have two attackers that are completely out of sync with each other. Under who never seems like he truly belo belongs into the game plan, especially with those two up front. Uh, he looked much more involved when Clivert was on. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, it's sh surely put, put, put Clivert on as a starter. And I also want to, I, I liked Pellegrini in those games. And today he was fantastic in those opening 20, 30 minutes. Uh, with some great tackles, great passing, uh, but I want if if Pastore is healthy, I want him to start. I want I want experience. Yes. I want experience up front because up front we we can't rely on anybody. So worst thing, you know, worst comes to worst, we have Pastore up there. Maybe he can go, give us some answers. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up because I feel like we're we're at like a funeral. <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> sure. just so depressing to talk about. So, um, just the final word. How I, I'm I'm assuming you're going to say extremely, but uh, what is your thermometer in terms of worried right now with this team? Are you extremely worried, or do you think they can work their way out of it? V very worried because it's the same, it's the same same stuff happening all over again, and uh, you know. It, if it keeps happening, it there it means that there is a much deeper problem. Yeah, I, I'm extremely worried, and we've mentioned it already. Seska coming up at at Napoli at Fiorentina. I mean, <laughs> this was their easiest portion of the schedule, as I've said a million times, and they have completely bottled it. They have absolutely bottled it. Um, so let let's end it here. We'll we'll talk you and I ahead of Seska. Hopefully we can have a couple of days to sort of regroup. And I mean, this feels like punishment having to watch this side. Yes, especially at the, they, uh, they just play with such poor attitude, especially, you know, especially considering how the other teams that are above us are playing uh, teams like Lazio, teams like Inter, teams like even Milan. They're not doing worse than us. Uh, they're at the at the moment they're much better. Uh, so you know it's it's time to start worrying. Yeah, I agree. All right, everyone, thanks for listening. We will wrap it up here, and we will talk to you all um, ahead of the Champions League match against Seska. So uh, until next time, thanks for joining us. Ciao.